Rose, and welcome back to The Love Bug, a podcast delivering your weekly dose of that little four-letter word, love. But it's the 21st century, and you don't always see the traditional first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage. So come along with us as we talk, share, reveal, and discover all that it means to love. We're your hosts, Allegra and Ashley. Hi! And on today's episode of the Love Bug Podcast, we're revealing more heart-cluttering love letters and wedding vows. We chat about the subtle yet brutal art of backhanded compliments. We discuss an upcoming supernova, but not the kind you find in space. And catch up on that finale episode. And yes, I'm talking about The Bachelor. Now catch the love bug with us and we'll get your hearts racing. Hi. Hey, boo-boo. How are you? I'm good. What have you been doing? I'm good. Oh, you know, just doing my thing. What have you been up to? Yeah, not too much. I just had uh, a really nice lunch with some friends today. Cheeky little Prosecco as well. Love. And yes, that was nice. I saw your Instagram story of Prosecco at 11 a.m. this morning and I was like, <laughs> school teachers on holidays. <laughs> it was 12.15. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I want to have a Prosecco. But I am... Still not drinking except that time I got drunk on Saturday night, but otherwise <laughs> not drinking. Yeah. Oh, I saw that you had some non-alcoholic gin. Yes. It's like a total vibe and it has zero calories in oh, it. Hello. Amazing. Um, so, um, excuse me, do you notice that my face is skinnier? I don't know if you noticed. My face is definitely skinnier. <laughs> Why? Just say yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you always look so beautiful. Oh, I just mean being such a good girl. I've been eating so well and <gasps> um, like doing lots of exercise, closing oh. all my rings on my Apple Watch. Have you got an Apple Watch yet? I have not. I really do want one. Christmas present. You really need wink, one. Wink. Maybe Apple can sponsor us <clears> and <throat> I can get a free Andrew. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either Apple can sponsor us or Andrew can just giddy up and get you a, a um. Yeah, yeah. Sounds watch. good. That's that so sounds great. good to me. Hey, we're both in our love bunk jumpers. I know. How cute we didn't even plan it. <laughs> I know. We're so cute. Do you like it with my hair? I feel like it's really popping because of I my love ginger it. hair. I love it. Your ginger Truly, hair is coming across pink though in in the webcam. So it's it's a total yes. vibe. Right. I'm still pink at heart. Exactly. Pink. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I have been told of a new drinking game. Oh. For the Love Bug oh. podcast. Oh. oh, no. From another <laughs> number one fan, Craig Holway, my uncle. Shout out. Please don't. <laughs> oh, God. Please tell me it's not something I say. <laughs> well, it's something we both say a lot. What is it? What is it? Like. <laughs> like? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, I was worried it was going to be right because I say, I realised right? back to the episode. episode. Right? <laughs> Is that all the time really annoying me? So I'm annoying myself, everyone. Nah. Okay, so we can't say like. I know, which is going to be really hard because I feel it's just a habit. I know, and I really want to say it. Like, 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 like. I know. I was like, I was, I was like, I was like, almost like, Jesus. Sorry, Craig. He's drunk already. Oh, no. <laughs> Craig, you might want to call the ambulance now. I feel like this is. <laughs> 
He usually listens to our episodes while he's doing farm work too. So please don't drink and farm. Great. That's dangerous. Oh, I miss them. So I have also been loving, uh, I was going to save it for my little love this week, but added something else in there instead. And I've been really loving the hype that people just give each other on Insta. I like, know. I live for oh, it. Like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> this week you hyped me so much on a picture that I posted. And I was, Did I? I was I just remember. Feeling... I hyped everything. <laughs> I know you do, but it was this one. Which one? The one of me in like swimwear at the beach. Oh, you look, you look so hot. It was such Thank a banger. There was a few photos and I looked at them for a long time. I was like, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> I loved them. <laughs> Thank you. But so yeah, I just feel like it's it's really nice. I mean, I know it's like, I know it's like, I know it's validation from other people and sometimes people that you don't know. But the thing is, it boosts confidence. 100%. It's nice. Of course it is. That's why social media is the thing, because it's nice. Yeah. But also I think it's particularly nice when it's someone who you know is being genuine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And definitely. I am your number one hype girl. Of course you are. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was watching uh, the Social Dilemma documentary this week on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. There's also been a lot of hype around that. It's a bit weird. Like I actually like, just like I couldn't get mm. I couldn't get even like ten minutes into it. Like 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 yeah. <laughs> we're so we're so aware Just of it. Now, it Craig, for me. So. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> um, Andrew and I watched it through to the end, and I appreciate what they were trying to do with it mm. in terms of telling or giving information about how content is curated from Instagram and from mm. Facebook mm. and from the social. So, for example, you know, if you're a right leaning, if Loser. you have right leaning politic. <laughs> politic views, those are the ones that are going to come up on your feed and then you're going to see more people who also have those same views and all the left wings are going to be eradicated from your feed. So the sentiment of that I understood and appreciated. But as a whole, it just, I mean, it was certainly very dramatised, especially with that, Mm. like, video or mockumentary thing that was going on in the background. It's very American too. Yeah. Yeah. So my thing about this, and I feel like this is controversial because I've had like my my dad sent me a message being like, you must watch this. And I was watching it. And I, Mm. like I said, only got about 10 minutes in. Um, I'm actually quite happy for the content that I view online to be curated for me. That's the point of it. Exactly. And thank you for your targeted ads. If you're a decent human being. (laughs) Yeah. If you're a decent human being. But I mean- uh, this is the, the thing, though. Like, the crap people in the world are always going to find each other, whether they yeah, do that online true. or not. They Like, the KKK, mm. hello? Like, they managed yeah. to find each other. Yeah. So, yeah. like, wow. like, like, like. Um, so I feel that it's just sort of, like, hyping up something that we already kind of know about. Like Exactly. The thing I turned to Andrew at the end, I said that I learnt one thing, which was I mm. didn't realise that Google changes your predicted uh, questions that you type in based on your location. Yeah. So if I type in a question here on the coast, it might be different predicted uh, Googles, I guess, that come up if I am down in Barry, for example. But again, the question, if you have a specific question, like how many grams of sugar is in three cups? Like, oh, yeah, that's, you, that doesn't matter where you live. So I just, yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, if I'd probably watch the whole I thing. I might be Googling about daylight savings. <laughs> 
that's controversial between Queensland and New South Wales. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I mean, I'm just sort of like, like, I wish you didn't put that mm. out as a driving side. I just don't really see the true evil in it. The other example that I draw upon is when people say, oh, the government is tracking what you're doing online. I really the don't care. Doing that. Yeah, and they're doing that care. anyway. You have that with any phone that's in exactly. your pocket, with any laptop that you bring up. Care. They know and exactly also, not, what you're I'm doing an, when you're doing it. I'm a relative nobody. Like, I don't really yeah. care. I don't have any yeah. state secrets or, you know, government <laughs> in, intel that matters to anyone else. Oh, okay. So boring. God. Right? Um, so also, welcome back to the ring light. I can see the reflection and you're looking <laughs> so dewy today, which I very much appreciate. Thank you. I tried something different with my makeup, so thanks for um, appreciating. I really the ring light it. is back because the lamp was making me sweat a little bit. It was a bit hot. <laughs> <laughs> bulb in there whereas it's the white center of my ring don't have first world problems cool. that is hilarious <laughs> i know i know exactly right Ugh. um so speaking of hype on instagram this week i had yeah. so much love i think for the last sort of week and a half i've been much more open about my mental health stuff online than i have mm-hmm. been in the past mm-hmm. i actually received so much love from everybody you know checking in on me am i okay nice. all that kind of jazz um, which I think yeah. is so lovely, but also it's funny because I feel like saying to people, and I in fact might, I have struggled with anxiety <laughs> in particular my entire adult life. Like as long as I yeah. can remember, I've been an anxious human. I've been medicated yeah. for anxiety in the past. You know, I've dealt yeah. with it a lot. And so I think what I'm trying to do is be more honest and open about it yeah. online in case yeah. he, someone sees that and sees that, you know, it's much more common than they maybe would have thought. And so, you know, there's that great meme that says, tell your story. You might be um, reading the roadmap for someone else like as in mm. you know, your struggles might yeah, be helping yeah. someone else online so that's yeah. why I have been more open about it but it's funny how people mm. think all of a sudden I'm falling apart it's just like right now it's happening <laughs> it's no. just started it's, I don't know how to go it's just started yeah um no I think you are very brave for putting yourself out there and I really appreciate the sentiment of you putting it out there to help others and to help people see that you know, this is definitely something that is normal and it Mm. lives amongst us at certain points in our life, some more than others, and that's okay. Yeah. I think particularly for me, I think people see that I'm a really outgoing person Mm. and Mm -hmm. I love public speaking, for instance. And so people wouldn't necessarily associate me and my personality type with anxiety, but I think uh, like I am a super duper anxious person. And particularly it's funny, Mm. like, I feel like since I've started really cutting back on my drinking, my anxiety has been a lot worse, which is a bit weird. I think it's supposed to be the opposite. And so I'm just trying to be. But that might go back to, do you remember our interview with Heidi? And she Mm. was saying that, you know, alcohol sort of dulls our senses a little bit. So there could be something within that where you, for example, sort of use it as almost like a cover up. Yes, exactly. And then when you're stripped back to nothing, it's like, oh, that's still there. Yeah, yeah, so instead I've been like medicating with exercise. So I've been doing lots of walking Love it. and that kind of stuff, which is really good. And yeah. It, it's, yeah, I'm getting there. But it's funny how people think that I'm, I'm not falling apart, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> She's all good. I'm all good. I'm fine. What would make it better? 
is maybe a little trip to New Zealand. Oh, my God. The wanderlust is getting me so bad. I So I go back to New Zealand every year mostly because I am a yeah. Kiwi. I have a Kiwi passport. And mostly I'm in New Zealand around this time for at least a week. Mm. And I now am not allowed to go and it is messing with me i really want to go have you hey, been but i did hear i haven't been no it's <gasps> on our bucket list we wanted to do it and i think we are probably going to go in snow season mm-hmm. um because andrew being canadian like he already knows how to ski and stuff I've never skied or snowboarded, although I feel like I would be okay at mm-hmm. snowboarding because I can skateboard. So, like, I'm just putting that out there. And, yeah, <laughs> so we're Tassie, New Zealand, so Perth. Good. Like, that was our three. We've done Tassie. Yeah. So, yeah, want to go. Really want to go. Do not prioritise Perth over New Zealand. Let me give you that little <laughs> tippy tip tip. <laughs> That's boring. Um, okay, thanks. <laughs> Dokes for the dip. <laughs> Just the dip. <laughs> um, <laughs> I heard though on the news that the Trans Tasman bubble, like between, yes, yeah, might be the bubbling a little bit. I know. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah. So, and they were talking about flights from Sydney if like numbers stay good and stuff. And I was like, um, hello, there are flights I from know. the Sunshine Coast to New Zealand. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, excuse me. Just by the way, I would go. I would. I know, go. but you guys are so <laughs> uptight about your borders. You probably don't want Kiwis coming in. I know. I know. And I heard that Kiwis can come here without quarantining. Yeah, because I got no corona. Exactly. Apparently, this bubble is going to mean that the New South Welsh people can go to New Zealand without. <laughs> quarantining as well ah okay yeah 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 i don't want that over the borders opening though just saying no right like come to my birthday yeah. i need you to come so tell me then what your big love for the week is then my sweetest yeah, cheeks so- my big love, I actually have two big loves because I was going to share one last week and then I forgot about it. But <laughs> my big love, two Instagram accounts every single person needs to get on. First one. Hello, my name is David Attenborough. It's my first time on Instagram. Sir David Attenborough, finally oh, joined the gram. Yes, so good. So, Love, 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 love that he is on and spreading all the awareness and the hope, you know. Thanks, granddad. He's he's the granddad of Instagram now. I love him. I, I love him so much. Mm-hmm. And the second one is DJ Havana Brown. So totally what? similar accounts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> on, on theme. <laughs> on theme. She has been putting out these weekly DJ sets and on reels because they only go 15 seconds. She's put like, you yeah. know, a bunch of them up. But one, she remixed or DJed, I don't know the correct terminology here, yeah. WAP with um, my neck, my back. Shut up. That was our idea. That was incredible. I was like, does DJ Havana Brown listen to the Love Bug podcast? I think she, she must. <laughs> she I mean, must. I mean, she must. Oh, and I've she's a complete babe. So I'm just in love with what she's doing. So it's such a cool like bop to try to hear on. I think it's on the weekends that she's uploading them. I didn't realize so she's such a babe. Oh yeah, and she's had like so many different hair colors as well. And I yeah. love her natural brown. Gorgeous. Um, okay, well, great. Those are two very strong recommendations. Fantastic. Thank you yes. so much for that. Yes. What's your big love? Oh, uh, the weather. I know that's a bit lame. <laughs> I don't even care. I did the weather last week. It's not lame. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I didn't think it was hey. lame last week either. <laughs> no, I have been like the weather is just, this is my favorite 
time of the year. It is so mm, beautiful. So nice. I have six wedding ceremonies in six days next week. Woohoo! Weddings oh my are God. So um riding ceremonies in this weather, like I'm full of love. The air smells nice. Like I'm all about it. So mm-hmm. it's it's a good vibe. I'm I'm feeling it. Love it. Yeah. So that's Amazing. my big and love. Like I said last week, like sunshine just makes everyone feel better. Yes, I completely agree. Sunshine is the best. <laughs> sure is. Who are you giving a little love to this week? Okay, so my little love for this week is to my mum and my sissy. Aww, They're so cute. That's nice. I miss my sister. She's back in London where Oh yeah. That and so she seems very far away, but I called her after having one of my anxious moments the other day and she was just so kind. Mm. And I just love her. Yeah. And my mum also very kind with my anxiety stuff. So shout out to those Aww. two cheeky babes. Aw, snaps for them. Snaps for Indy. Well done. <laughs> what about you? Who are you giving your love to? Well, I'm giving my little love to you. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's something that you haven't overtly done. Okay. <laughs> I'm just me. <laughs> You're just you, and I just wanted to give you some love. No, it you this week you donated blood. <gasps> I did. I yeah, did. So I, I wanted to give you a little arm. love. Thanks. Yes. So much. That's so nice. I have a hole in my arm. Can you see it? Not really. <laughs> I, I saved three yeah, lives. Oh, this yeah. week. I'm a lifesaver. Well done, you. Thank you. So it kind of I'm um I'm petrified of needles, mm. but that I just saw that there's a blood bank at Calandra, and I'm like, I think I'm going to go in and do it. You should. It's not, um, the needle's huge, so don't look at it mm. when it's coming mm. out. And the other thing that's, like, kind of wild is that as the blood's coming out, it's coming in a tube and they stick the tube to your arm so it doesn't yeah. fall off and it's really warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so my blood type is O positive and I've been giving blood for a few years, but I have very low blood pressure, like just my resting blood pressure is really mm. low. So sometimes they're a bit fussy, so I have to kind of like lie and feel it, say that I feel fine when I'm a bit dizzy because <laughs> otherwise they're really annoying and I won't let you leave. Yeah. Um, but get this, actually. Yes. This yes. is the thing that I just learned, which I think is amazing. Yes. I, apart from saving three lives, it takes uh-huh. 640 calories to replenish the blood they take from you. So I just got to eat all the snacks that day. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, you lost 640 right? calories. Exactly. Just what like a vibe. That. That's amazing. So it's like there are literally no downsides except I have a little hole in my arm. Love but it. I saved three lives. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm going to get on yeah. that. Maybe lovies. You guys yes. should do that too. Go in, give blood, yes, listen to our podcast do. at the same time. Take a photo and yes, tag us on the socials. Oh, my God, do it. Let's see how many lives we can save. Drive. That would be so good. Love it. It would be so good. But, yeah, thanks for that. Are you welcome. Was, um, I was very proud of myself. <laughs> I was very proud of you too. Oh, thanks. You go give blood and I'll be proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> You know the drill, lovies. Let's flutter your hearts with love letters and wedding vows. Living in a digital age of instant connection can make love letters feel like a primitive, long-lost art. I mean, whatever happened to hello? Let me take you out to dinner. Can I take you out on a date? Now it's all come chill. But once upon a time, before sliding into DMs or swiping left or right, love letters were a charming gesture designed to catch the eye of a potential love interest with charming language and a romantic heart. 
A traditional love letter makes it possible to convey one's love for another in a more coherent and influential way. The handwritten component defines and describes your current or desired nature of the relationship between sender and recipient. Here at The Love Bug, we want to share and reveal some love letters that will make your hearts flutter. And hey, it might even inspire some of you lovies to write your own. So, my darling Ashley, what do you have for me today? Okay, this week, the absolutely stunning, beautiful couple, Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik, mm. had their baby. Oh, And cute. Gigi's dad, Muhammad Hadid. <laughs> Mm. He may have put up a little bit of a spoiler yeah. with a, a letter, a love letter that he wrote to his granddaughter, but he had to take it down. Oh, but of course, being the internet, you know, it's on there forever. <laughs> so what I did was I went through so cute. and I found it. So it is absolutely gorgeous. It's a little poem and we don't know her name yet, but it's super cute. Are you ready? I am, please. It's, Hit me with it. It's called Grandpa's Heart. Hello, little grandchild, it is me. My heart as happy as can be. I wish for you the sun and moon. I want for you a happy time. Know that grandpa's always near. I'll do anything, anything for you, my dear. When I heard you were on your way, I smiled and wiped a tear away. I cried the tear because I knew my heart would always belong to you. Oh, that's so cute. I know. <laughs> And it was even more gorgeous because what he did was he actually hand wrote it and then took a picture of his letter. That is so cute. It's adorable. How do we miss all of these things? I would have loved that. Oh, my God, that's so sweet. I love that. Yeah, so that was my little love letter this week. Cute. Oh, my God, I love that. I can't wait to hear what her name is. I know. I'm dying. It's killing me. I know. It's going to be a really good looking. It's going to be so good looking. Holy macaroni. That's a a good looking human. It is, definitely. You have some wedding vows this week? Of course. Of course. course. Uh, And so these are from, oh, these are from um, one of my lovely celebrant friends. Mm. By the way, this is not from Julie. It's from another one. Oh. Um, Ms. Marnie McQueen is a gorgeous one of my celebrant friends and she, uh, listens to the podcast and so she sent in some vows to me. Thanks, Marnie. Um, and little plug for Marnie. She has an amazing business called Cabaret of Rock. Oh, uh, I saw this. She's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. I love it. Yes. So good. So check her out on Insta. Um, and thank you for these vows, Miss McQueen. So when you're ready. Please, please, I'm dying. I promise my darling to love and honor you until my dying day. In front of all of our friends and family, I promise to take care of your heart, your spirit and your soul. I promise not to nag you and yell out your name from the other side of the house. <laughs> I understand you're not an Islander and that you like things said quietly. <laughs> I promise I will never take you for granted and to always fight for the joy in our life. I promise to nurture your dreams in this life and join you in creating ones together. Our babies are coming, my beautiful. I can't wait until they meet us. You are my favourite. I will love you forever, my darling. Aww. How sweet is that? And that's so beautiful. And again, this person has perfectly walked the line between like serious and like, you know, serious face (laughs) and like funny, cute face. I love it. Like, I love it. It's like, it's like, you know, um, mixing up the 
expectations that we yeah. have because I initially thought it was a girl too yeah. because the nagging comment. Yeah. I feel like women are always blamed for nagging, True. but like, no. Love it. No. I love but how cute is that? I love that they have said, I promise to take care of your heart, your spirit, and your soul. I know. <gasps> oh. It's just so cute. Like, I love these ones. These ones really hit me in my solar plexus. I love that. I think that's where all the feelings live in my solar plexus, and I got hit right there. You did. <laughs> They're beautiful. Yeah. I know. Thanks, so Marnie. Beautiful. Thanks, Marnie. Cute. If you're inspired to write your own love letter and you're happy for us to read them out, send them through to loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. That's loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. And we might even feature them on a future episode. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. You look so good for your age. Girl, your new haircut suits you so much better. It really slims your face. Yeah, it's a really good school for a public school. Oh my God, your face is so beautiful and natural under all that glam makeup. You are so courageous for going back to work only six months after having a baby. I could never leave mine when they were so young. I am happy that Bangladesh Prime Minister, despite being a woman, has declared zero tolerance for terrorism. The way you've overcome your disability is so inspiring. Wow, your English is really good. You're so pretty for insert minority. Your hair looks so good straight. You should straighten it more often. Defined by the Urban Dictionary as an insult disguised as a compliment, the brutal nature of a backhander compliment can be easily classed as sugar-coated hostility. At first, this seemingly affectionate or well-meaning comment comes across as complimentary. However, on closer inspection, is a lot less love than it seems. As the age-old saying goes, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Girlfriend, this one, uh, this is an interesting chat because talking about that hype kind of um, yes. culture online yes. where someone tries to hype you up, mm. I feel like actually in many circumstances can be way more damaging than we give it credit for. Oh, absolutely. And I think it can be damaging if you're not aware of these type of backhanded compliments. Mm. It's so easy to actually be very offensive. For sure, for sure. And to come across as well-meaning but actually have an agenda behind what you're trying to say. Yeah. Mm. What do you think is the most common backhanded compliment you get? That I get in particular? Yeah. Yeah. Probably something about makeup. Like, oh, you don't yeah, need all too. that makeup. You're so you're such a yeah. natural beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm loving seeing your beautiful face without all that glam makeup. I know. Gosh. I know. Thank you. I do wear Great. it for me. Thank you. That's good. I didn't yeah. ask your opinion. <laughs> you know, what's that yeah. meme that it's like, that's my opinion? <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, I know, but I feel you like don't get to have it. You are not entitled, nor is your opinion sought from me. I think that you know when you're doing it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. You would have to. You would have to. I actually caught myself doing it. Did you? And then I just, yeah, it was in a private message to someone. Mm. And I was like joking about how, like they're newly engaged and they're mm. flashing their ring around. Mm. 
And I was like joking about it. And I was like, why make that joke? I don't want them to feel self-conscious about it. Yeah, true. And also like, fuck, if I was just, oh, there, hey, I'm pretty late into this episode before I drop my first You F-bar. did. Oh, gosh, that's so sober Scotty so far. will be stoked. I know. He's like, well, this is boring. I'm going to go hang out with Craig. <laughs> Craig, meanwhile, is yeah. completely paralyzed. He's blasted. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, st- I stopped myself because I figured that, like, I didn't want to make her feel self-conscious about that because yeah. if it were me, yeah. I'd be flashing that sparkle all over really? the place. So really? I think you have to be conscious of the impact that your words have mm. regardless of whether they come across nice or not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like you said, it, if you can catch yourself doing it and it can come across mm. in almost that passive aggressive way, right? Like, mm. you know, it's like, like we said, it's so subtle, but it's so brutal. Yeah. And that's what actually I think makes it so damaging mm. because it's the second guessing. You're like, wait, did they, is, what did they actually mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm doing my confused face at you, but of course no one can see. <laughs> yeah, no one can see. Um, it is. <laughs> but it's like, is that, are they trying to be nice or is that something that I should actually be actively worried about? Right, that's it. And that's where the confusion lies and that is why it's a backhanded compliment, right? Mm. Because it's mm. not a straightforward compliment. Mm. <laughs> it's something exactly. which it's not just a compliment. That's it, yeah. Like if it was just a compliment, wouldn't they just say, oh, my God, I love your face or I don't know, you know, like if, you, yeah. if you're makeup free, just be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Like that's not hard yeah, to exactly. do. It's, but it's funny too how it has to be compared to something. It's like you look so beautiful without makeup on. Like exactly. I just be beautiful all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I mean, I think the only – Andrew, always, he does say to me what he prefers I look like. Mm. Obviously, mm. I'm a strong, independent woman and most of the time – I'm a strong-ass bitch. I don't listen to him. <laughs> I like my face fake lashes. But I will say today, because he gave me so many compliments about how beautiful my eyes looked the other day after I took them off. And I was like, oh, this is nice. So today I wore mascara, which was a yeah. bad, it was a mistake because it like smudged underneath. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I should have just gone for the false lashes. But he was like, I said to him, I was like, oh, do you like my eyes today? He's like, yeah, yeah, just went, no caterpillars today. And I was like, no, no caterpillars today. <laughs> right. <laughs> These are some expensive caterpillars. They are, yes, off. yes. But, I mean, so you know, I do pick and choose when I wear them and, you know, Andrew is yeah. someone that I want to impress as well. So if there are yeah. times where I want to impress him, you know, I might leave the lashes at home, whatever, you know, and that's fine yeah. because it comes back to it being my choice. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's the thing, I think. Just don't interfere with someone else's vibe. Just yeah. le- you just do you. You stay yeah. in your lane yeah. and you let someone else do them in their lane. Exactly. Like, and it's not like be. when I have my lashes on, he's like, Oh, I prefer you so much better without them. Like he doesn't do exactly. that to me. It's there's no backhanded compliments there. He'll comment on something else like, Oh, I like your natural glam. He's he's picked up on that which is very cute <laughs> <It's so> cute. <laughs> yeah I think it, it does come back to that whole my body my choice movement mm. which I think mm. we are both pro positive of mm-hmm. unless you want there to tell me otherwise right now okay good um <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh yeah I, and the, the thing is I think the backhander compliment I always feel like comes back to lack of self-confidence by the person giving the backhander compliment 
Yeah, yeah, to a point. Although, you know, it's sort of like they they don't feel comfortable and confident enough with themselves to just let someone else have their moment. Yeah, yeah. I think in some of those examples that we just read out, which are real life examples, like there was one even there from the Mm. Indian prime minister about the Bangladesh prime minister, Mm. despite being a woman. Thanks. Even though despite being a woman. Yeah, yeah. it has nothing to do with no. zero carbon emissions. Yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> but even like Vomit. the way you've overcome your disability is so inspiring. I think that probably comes back to a lack of understanding on the person who might yeah, say that's fair. part. And even, you know, wow, your English is mm. so good. You know, a comment like that is so, so damaging and so racist. And, you know, like, mm. oh, How's your Chinese? Well, it's pretty shit, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> if someone came back yeah, and exactly. said that, like, yeah, it's it's not good. Anyway, I feel like the times where I get comments about makeup from w- other women, like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm so glad to see your face without makeup. They're not coming from women who wear a lot of makeup themselves. Yeah, and maybe don't feel as confident with makeup, and so it's sort of like. Are you saying that because now you you feel better that I'm not glamming up in a way that you yeah. can't? Or yeah, something? it's like bringing you down to their level mm. because exactly they don't wear a lot of it. So mm. when you're there, that's where they want you to be, almost in a way. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. They want to like they they're more comfortable when you're in a, in the same sort of boat that they are. Exactly, regardless of how happy it makes you. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Or thinking but behind yeah. the scenes of it too, you know, makeup obviously does make both of us very happy. So mm. does wearing no makeup. But, yeah. you know, we've spoken about before what makeup does for each of us too. And I just think that people who make those sort of comments don't really realise that side of it. Yeah, I think they don't really think about about what's going on on a deeper level. I think it's just sort of like very superficial. all they see is the makeup. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They just see the product sitting on our face. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, reminder, if you want to say something nice to someone, just leave it at the nice thing. Yeah. And then you don't need the extra bit. We'll take all the compliments without the backhand. All I want is a compliment. Don't whack my face. <laughs> Get ready, lovies. There's a new movie coming, which is set to, quote, gently smash your heart to smithereens. That's right. This week, a trailer for a new movie called Supernova was released. It stars two of my favourite actors, Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci. Swoon! Who play partners of 20 years that embark on a road trip to reconnect with their past after one is diagnosed with early onset dementia. If you had one wish in the world, what would it be? I wish this holiday wouldn't end. As their adventure begins... Their relationship is tested and the tumultuous questioning around what it means to love in the face of terminal illness begins. It's not fair to you. It's not about fair. It's about love. Director and scriptwriter Harry McQueen stated that Supernova is a deeply romantic, modern love story. It follows two people who are bound together by their love for each other, but being pushed apart by the situation they find themselves in. It is an intimate, naked portrayal of a relationship facing a fissure that threatens to cut it to its very core. So can you tell that it's gotten worse? I'd like to make a speech. I, uh... Well, maybe maybe Sam will do it for me. I'd I'd love love to. to do it for me. Now, 
As most of you will know, I'm slowly losing my ability to remember. And I definitely wouldn't be here if it weren't for this man next to me. I want to be remembered for who I was, but not for who I'm about to become. I cannot wait to see this movie, Ash. I just think it's so beautiful. And I love that it's portraying a love story that we, like, never see on main screen movies. I know, I know, exactly. While I think it probably should have included actors from that demographic, so actors who are gay, Mm. I'm happy that it's one step, at least in the right direction. And also two of the best actors, I would have to say. I love Stanley Tucci so much. But also hilariously, when you first told me about this movie, I mistook Colin Firth for Colin Farrell and I was like, how is that going to work? Yeah, that's going to be a bit weird. (laughs) Colin Firth, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I think it's super beautiful. Yes, yeah. I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too. And I was trying to think, what other movies have I seen where the lead characters are homosexual? And, I mean, you go back. Oh, I just don't think there's. There's not many. You've got Brokeback Mountain, right? You've got Call Me By Your Name, I think is one that comes to mind. But other than that, I really can't think of any big blockbusters with this narrative. Yeah, and the really critical thing is that I look forward to seeing is whether the relationship is treated just as a normal relationship and to this big thing happening to these two people in this relationship rather than those other movies where like Brokeback Mountain, for instance, it's about this illicit love affair where the nature of the relationship is part of the whole story rather than the story being just about two people in a relationship. That's it. And I was reading that the book for Brokeback Mountain, it didn't describe the leads as so overly sexy or hot. (laughs) So I think that was probably the biggest success was how good looking they were. Yeah, exactly. And I really love, I think, Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth are both absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, but I mean, they're not that heartthrob type, Hollywood type. But they're also not young. Exactly. I mean, yeah. th- and th- that's obviously critical to this storyline, obviously, yeah. because yeah. Pe- young people don't get early onset dementia. Um, I'm sure there are some that's right. examples. So, you know, mm. it's it's fantastic that it's finally representing a relationship that is so common and, and so not, um, you know, widely portrayed on blockbuster screens. So I cannot wait. I'm I'm really excited as well. And yeah, for all those reasons that we were just talking about, especially if we are looking at it from just another mm. relationship. Exactly right. We have spoken a few times over the first season of the Love Bug podcast about Mm -hmm. the latest Australian Bachelor. Yes. And that I don't watch it. (laughs) So I rely on you, please, to um, tell me everything about it. Yeah. And I understand there was like the finale this week. And so now I need you to tell me all the tea. Um, Who won? Are they engaged? Like what's the the deal? (laughs) I just want to preface this just before we start. I've got my little baby honey in the room with me (laughs) and she's being exceptionally cute but maybe a little <laughs> bit noisy, so uh, apologies for that. Look, when it comes to Batchy, I did not watch this season either. Mm-hmm. You know, we have spoken about that in the past. But when I heard what the mm. finale episode 
what no, happened. I saw a snippet of it of, in of this. some of it on Facebook and I was like, whoa. It is messed up. It is just messed up. Yeah. Okay, look, timeline is important here, okay. In the lead up to the finale, Lockie spent mm. one final date with each of the two quote-unquote lucky ladies. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Questionable. Uh, Irina and Bella, so they were the final two. Yeah. He told both of them on those dates separately that he was falling in love with them. Whoa. And what? Yes. The day before? Like what, yeah. what is the time frame here? I'm not sure. I think it is roughly the day before or a couple of days before Ew. or something. Within the week. But he told both of them. What? I just cannot. No. He's a bit of a moron though, right? Yeah, yeah. And the thing was, so to Bella, he said, I am definitely falling in love with you. So that was the quote. Is that the one he chose? No. What? <gasps> Do you know? Do you know what? He would be the kind of guy with a secret family. Oh, I was <laughs> going to say, <laughs> like the biggest fuckboy, but yes, absolutely. Oh, no, absolutely. but he would be one of those guys where like, he finds out that he's like not actually a pilot. He's just a guy with two like. Mm, absolutely. All right. Do you want to hear more? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So when while he was on this date with Bella, the one he didn't choose, and he said, I am definitely falling in love with you, he pulled up the arm of his sleeve and he had written in Sharpie <laughs> that he fell in love with her the night they first met. Ew, what do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. What? Uh, what? I'm just You're so like, shook. You can't I even produce words. words. He wrote that on his arm. With a the thing is, because I didn't watch the episode, but if you s- say, you know, I'm falling in love with you and it's the heat of the moment or, you know, something trying to give someone the benefit of the doubt, like I could understand that, like it was an accident, it just slipped out. <laughs> Writing something on your arm is obviously a decision you have made prior very, to going on a this very fucking good, date. <laughs> a very questionable decision. What? That was going to get the girl to write on his... I mean, I understand what you're trying to say. I'm still back here with the sh- getting a Sharpie and writing on your arm. But Ew. despite that, despite that. Okay, so Is then... Is it like they wanted they wanted to get a, like, Skyrider, but they couldn't, like, stretch? So it was like, Here's a Sharpie, lucky. <laughs> oh, mate, I have no idea. Oh, okay, God. so... Okay. Comes t- it gets worse. Comes yeah. time to where Lockie has to choose someone, Okay. So yeah. he's standing up there. Bella comes down first yeah. and he starts, like, sobbing. <gasps> what? Like, I'm all for men <laughs> showing their emotions, okay? And I'm not, yeah, never Anyone to... should, yeah, everyone should yeah. show their emotions. We're all about That's that. It. Yeah. That's it. But it didn't seem like he was showing his emotions. It just sounded like excuses. And he basically never said to her, that she wasn't the one. She just had to interpret it through his sobbing. What if? So then, <laughs> so then, like so then. Yeah. When Hopefully she questioned I him. I can't anymore. So she questioned him and was like, uh, like, what? You know? And he goes, well, when I asked you what next year is going to look like, and she goes, yeah, I said, as long as we're together, nothing else matters. We'll work out the details later. And he said, I need a bit more than that. <laughs> You're dating 24 women. What is she supposed to say? Uh, I cannot. I cannot 
get this guy. <laughs> I cannot. But I love Ew. Bella because she was like, don't put it back on me. And he mm. was like, I'm not trying to put it back on you. Blah, blah, blah. And then she turned to the camera and she said, can I leave? <laughs> Which was just like the biggest boss move. Seriously? But I was talking to someone. I was talking to someone and they're like, and they said, sorry, Craig. And they said, I would have slapped him across the face. I just cannot. Isn't that? I don't, I cannot. Isn't that the most ridiculous story? But what are you supposed to say? Like, you know that this is a man who's dating more than one woman. Yeah. As if you're going to put yourself on the line like that, you've already put your whole self on the line and you don't know what his decision is going to be. Even if she had this elaborate plan about where she hoped they were going to be. Yeah. yeah. Tell someone that who hasn't even chosen you yet. I know. But I what feel like flute. what she said is as open as she could be yeah, in of that course. situation. Yeah, of so course. it's a bit bizarre. Oh, gross. So then Lockie and Arena are together, no proposal, which isn't unusual. He gave her a ring, like a promise ring sort of thing. But I don't know. I feel icky. Like Ew. I just feel. But I can tell you yuck. I was feeling a lot icky before you just told me about this whole situation because the bit mm. I saw was <laughs> yeah. on Facebook or whatever and yeah. it was one of the girls' families, you know, they go home and meet the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hometown. One of the girls' families was like, so would you call yourself a feminist? And he was like, oh, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's, uh, re- uh, that's a tough one. Like, and that's not bro. I just, uh, I, but by then I was like, this guy's, he's doesn't have two brain cells to rub together. No. He no. is thick. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Whoa. I also don't think he's that attractive. No, I didn't. Did she think either. he's attractive? No, no. No. Not at all. What a, not my type. Like, what a fluke. No, not a fluke. What a flog. Just a flake. <laughs> what a flog. That's it. I knew it was an FL word. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, floozy? No. No. Nope, no. Nope. He's a bit of Log. a floozy. Yes, what a flog. Blake? Blake works as well. Gross, yeah. Blake, floozy. Flog so, the whole lot. Yeah. So, I mean, not Ew. good. I mean, you're meant to be the most eligible man oh, in Australia. Yuck. And yuck. this is how you treat women. Like, let's go back to our sentiment from a few weeks ago. TV produces. Do better. Uh, be, be better. better. <laughs> gross. Oh, that's so gross. I'm going to go to bed now and I feel just I'm so sorry. irritated by that. Uh, we sh- probably shouldn't have put this as our last segment either. <laughs> no, we shouldn't have. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and now the next one is two women vying for the same man's attention. I can. Who knows? Who knows? Better breathe. Breathe. Yeah. <laughs> So lovies, we have so loved our first season of the Love Bug podcast. It has been such a ride. We've loved it. Make sure you tune in next week because we have an incredibly special guest joining us for the season finale of season one of the Love Bug podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And if you loved what you heard, well, come and chat with us in our Facebook group, The Love Bug Podcast, or on Instagram, at The Love Bug Podcast. We absolutely live to see who's listening, so take a screenshot of this app and tag us in your Insta stories using the hashtag LoveBugLovies. Also, why not tell a friend? Let's get the love bug word out there. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening now and send us some love in the form of a five-star rating. We'll be back in your ears and your hearts once again next week. Talk to you then, lovies. Mwah.